Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. As you can tell, still away, but I thought I had to talk about this. Nick Kyrgios carries on his fantastic form. He really is on fire, beating Daniel Medvedev in three sets. It was a very interesting match. Some high-quality tennis on the show. Before we break it down, please do remember to hit that like button, subscribe if you're new. Thank you so much for your support. If you're a podcast listener or watcher, remember to leave a rating or review. Thank you. I've seen some people leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Let's get into this. Nick Kyrgios. Now, if I'm not mistaken, his record is looking something like 17-1 and one in singles and doubles since the start of Wimbledon. Now, that is an incredible stat. He is arguably the most informed player on tour right now. And he showed it against Daniel Medvedev. They, of course, played each other in 2022 already earlier this year at the Australian Open. Kyrgios had a two-love head-to-head before that match. Medvedev managed to gain one back and beat Kyrgios in a pretty comprehensive way. The first set actually mirrored exactly what happened at the, in this Rogers Cup matchup, where Medvedev took the tiebreaker 7-6, and, or took the first set 7-6 in a tiebreaker, and Kyrgios again falling to Medvedev in that first set in a tiebreaker, but Kyrgios did something which I think, for me, shows a big shift in mentality and momentum. And we've been talking about that recently. And that is brushing it off. I've seen a lot of times, even this year, where he's lost it, come almost thrown it away. The one against Djokovic in the final uh, in that fourth set, I wasn't, apart from that fourth set tiebreaker, I thought the rest of the match, there was maybe only one other point in the match would dropped dramatically otherwise he was playing a really high level and was mentally switched on that tiebreaker though there was a dip and I, I feel like that has happened in some moments this year but they're very far and few in between and the biggest biggest plus for me is the fact that he lost the tiebreaker pretty pretty comprehensively as well and just brushed it off brushed it off and said, okay, let's reset. I mean, he lost it 7-2, so it's not like it was close. The Kyrgios of old may have completely lost his rag, found something to moan about, and I get some of his reasoning and some of his points that he does make are valid, of course, but sometimes it's almost distract himself from the fact that he's so frustrated with what's just happened on court. Now, that didn't happen, really, in this match. And I think, for me, like as, as soon as he lost that tiebreaker, he just kind of walked back to his chair. Okay, okay. Came out and stepped up his game a little bit. I think Medvedev struggled to maintain maybe the level as well. He just played, he just played Los Cabos last week, which, of course, we covered. Check out that video if you haven't done so already. We had some exclusive content there, uh, press conference material, etc., and he looked really good there, really, really good. But it might have taken a little bit out of him. But in saying that, Kyrgios also won last week in Washington. So two guys in fantastic form, just won tournaments, coming into this week with a lot of, I guess, good form. And in the end, Kyrgios just managed to pip him. And he's the world number one, Medvedev. And whether you agree with it or not, that's what the rankings say. And he is the US Open champion. He will go into the US Open either the first or second favorite, potentially behind Nadal. But 
this is a huge win for Kyrgios. It really is. And he took it 6-7, 6-4, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the patterns of play and what Kyrgios did to break down Medvedev. The first thing is we can break down both guys' serves. And I think it goes without saying both have elite serves. They really do. Uh, I think we're talking about top five on tour, maybe. I mean, you have to then chuck in Apelka and Isner. These two, uh, that is Medvedev and Kyrgios, and maybe one other goes in there. I'm not sure who off the top of my head, but there are, of course, some fantastic servers, and I feel like these two are there. They are in the top five servers on tour. And that was reflected, I guess, in the ace count. 13 aces for Medvedev, 12 for Kyrgios. One thing I will say about Kyrgios is, unlike any other server on tour, I feel like he hits a lot more unreturnables anyone else so the ace count doesn't always do him justice he hits a lot of fantastic serves with great angles and might not necessarily be the quickest serves uh, he has he has that ability to hit multiple different types of serves he can go big kick serve out wide to the backhand he can go slice serve out wide on the juice side he can go and slow it down hit a more acute angle he can go flat down the middle he can go flat into the body. He has so many different types of serves that he's able to access. And there isn't really a serve that I look at, and I haven't broken it down, looked at it specifically. But from what I've watched, there isn't really a serve that I feel is less effective. And I, I think what he does is mix it up quite well to try and avoid the opponent getting used to a pattern of play on his serve or a sequence on his serve. And that's what's even more impressive. He did hit underarm serve, for those who are interested, in that third set. I did win the point. Medvedev to get to it, but then Kyrgios just kind of brushed the forehand past him. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, look, it's part of his game, and it is a useful tactic against someone like Medvedev, who stands so far back on return, similar to a Nadal, uh, at times even further back. And that's what Kyrgios did really well. Now, both, as I said, massive ace counts there. Kyrgios' returning is improving is still not at the level that I think he would like it to be, but it's, it's much improved. He wants to be aggressive and step forward against Medvedev. It's tough, and that's why he got ace as many times as he did as well, because he would have been not necessarily guessing, but anticipating where the ball was going to land and whether he was ha having to hit a forehand or a backhand and how to hit it and where to sort out his feet, etc. Double faults, five and four. First serves in... 64% for Medvedev, 69% for Kiros, both high. First set points won, though. 75% for Medvedev, 82% for Nick. 56% second serve points won for Medvedev, 57% for Kiros. So very high from both, to be honest with you. And actually, talking about second serve, I would say generally, Nick probably has one of the best second serves on tour. So the fact that Medvedev managed to stick with him is... I think a testament to how good a returner he is generally because Kyrgios' second serve is not easy to return and also maybe highlights the fact that Kyrgios wasn't able to punish Medvedev as much as maybe he would have liked on a second serve return. And, and that is something that, of course, we've seen this year. He's talked about it himself. He knows it's something that he wants to improve and he'll look to improve it. Um... If we then talk about the net points, net points one. Now, this is where it gets really interesting because 
Kyrgios came to the net 48 times, double the amount of times that Medvedev did, 24 for, for Medvedev. Now, a lot of those times when he would have come to the net, Daniel, would have been because he was forced, either because I mentioned an arm serve or a drop shot from Kyrgios, for example. Uh, Kyrgios, you know, loves a drop shot. Uh, he loves hitting kind of short slices, likes dragging the opponent in. And Medvedev also would have been thinking, it's not really working just having to sit back all the time and letting him dictate. I need to also try and be proactive at times. Something for him to definitely work on is his play in and around the net. Only 9 out of 24 net points won for Medvedev. 32 out of 48 for Kyrgios. So if we're talking about percentage-wise, Medvedev, 38% of points won at the net. Kyrgios, 67%. So there's a big disparity. They almost double the amount of percentage-wise won for Kyrgios at the net. And then if we look at the winners unforced error count, I mean, it's elite, really, from Kyrgios. 37 winners to 70 unforced errors. And that's pretty much what we were seeing from someone like an Alcaraz when he was playing incredible and he hit a purple patch during that clay court season. And uh, in a couple of the, like Barcelona, for example, against Sitsipas, I think he hit like 41 winners to 18 unforced errors, something ridiculous like that. Kyrgios doing something similar. He also did something similar against Krajanovic. I think it was, again, similar ratio. So he is in some hot, hot form. Medvedev, not bad at all. 31 winners to 24 unforced errors. So he's hit more winners on unforced errors. That is, you know, very good. That is kind of what you're looking at as a sense players. They hit more winners on unforced errors. Medvedev as well, considering he's not a particularly attacking player, he's more of a grinder from the back of the court looking to induce errors from the opponent that is very impressive but Kyrgios just able to pip him and I think what he did really well and from what I saw is the biggest thing for me is that Kyrgios is able to hang in the back end to back end exchanges for the most part that's the first point well, a few big points even sorry let me that's the first one back end to back end exchanges Kyrgios is able to hang with Medvedev now Medvedev, I don't think, likes hitting the backhand that low. And Kyrgios is such a flat ball in the backhand, which means that he's having to bend down. Uh, and I don't think he likes that he's six foot six. He won't want to be bending down that low all the time. And Kyrgios is able to, I think, just hit with him and, and not really get hurt on the backhand side. The other thing that I think he did well was utilizing the backhand slice. Now, in Wimbledon, I wasn't super impressed with the backhand slice at times. I thought it was a bit floaty. It looks like he's worked on it. It looks like he has because it's coming through quicker with more pace, lower of the net. He's still not at the kind of Roger Federer level we're talking about or the even Berrettini's got a fantastic slice. But it's still at a level where I feel it's a, it's a good mix-up. It's a good change-up. It's something that he can utilize against Medvedev and make sure that he isn't always in rhythm. And we know for pretty much any tennis player, they want to be in some sort of rhythm. And I feel like for Medvedev, he struggled to find that rhythm at times because of how Kyrgios was playing. And then the forehand-to-forehand exchanges, well, Kyrgios would have backed himself there at times as well. Medvedev's forehand, probably more consistent generally, although he is prone to make more mistakes on the forehand, as is Kyrgios. So there's similarities there, but Kyrgios is a lot bigger off the forehand. And on these surfaces and the hard courts where the bounce is very true, he will back himself to, to come forward. And he was aggressive on the return because they're stepping in. And what Medvedev struggled with, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, is the fact that Kyrgios has the incredible ability to serve pretty much wherever he wants. 
And he utilized serving out wide a lot. A lot against Medvedev. And coming came to the net a lot as well. The first two sets, or the first set anyway, he came forward a lot. Wasn't as successful as the second or third sets. Now, I don't want to look into that too much because it still went to a tiebreak. He still could have won it. But what he did is, he had a lot of serves out wide at angles, came to the net, finished off the points. At times where in the first set, Medvedev anticipated it really well and got across and hit, hit a pass. And Kyrgios wasn't able to do much with it because the volley wasn't quite good enough and he wasn't able to get to that pass. It was just too good for Medvedev. Good return point from the Russian. Second and third sets, he still served and volleyed. But what he did do at times is he was not tentative, that's the wrong word. <clears throat> Let me rephrase. He was watchful. He was watchful after serving. Very, very prepared, very attentive. And he would try and come forward. That was his intent. But what he would also try to do is say, okay, well, I might serve and volley. I want to serve and volley. After he's hit a serve, I think he, there's a split second where he thinks, is that good enough to come to the net? At times it would be, even a second serve would be, and he'd come to the net. Or... What he would do is he'd say, okay, Medvedev's not going to be able to get a good return back. That's going to be shorter. So I'm going to then take, I'm going to take one step in. So I'm ready to come forward, hit a good approach, and then come to the net. And that's what impressed me was just the the wherewithal, the awareness to say, okay, I'm serving and volleying. It's working for them. It is working at times. So clearly it's a, a tactic I can use because Medvedev stands so far back, especially if I go out wide. I'm dragging him out and he's not able to hit a hurtful return or a particularly deep and meaningful return. So I'll do that, but I don't want to be so one-dimensional that then, okay, he knows what angles to hit because I'm always coming to the net. So he mixed it up and said, let me stay back. Let me then hit approach, then come forward. So serve one plus, then volley. Um, so for the most part, that was really, really impressive uh, from him. So Look, I mean, fantastic win for Kyrgios. Uh, he marches on. For Medvedev, it'll be disappointing. He was the favourite going into this, uh, I would imagine. So let's see how both get on. But for Kyrgios, he will now be one of the favourites for this title. We'll talk about the US Open very shortly as well. Uh, my US Open power rankings are out, so check that out for ATP. WTA ones will be out soon as well. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. Let me know your thoughts. Stay safe and well. And please remember to hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you so much. See you.